0: on. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will they make of it today? Hello and welcome back to the second episode of Baking with me, Steve and Chris. How are we all today guys?
1: Good. Uh, Very well. Up Benny to my Benny arms well. and, and flower, obviously.
2: <laughs> You're lucky you found By done. the way, how good does Steve sound, folks? Yes. Yeah, so I always finally good. has. Well, you have a, a the technical uh, microphone to, to allow your sonorous tones.
1: I do. Full richness. Uh, indeed. Chris described me as rich and fool. <laughs> and I I agree. A bit I'm like a Henry VIII. But not rich. <laughs> yes if henry the had made a podcast
0: also look how big my fish bones are, are. Oh, yeah. my fish bones are just normally a re- tiny
2: a reminder that the fish bones at connor's is you can see the little audible audio waveform of her talking on the software we're using to record this because otherwise it just sounds like the maddest comment out of context
1: <laughs>
0: usual for me though is not it um, yes. So yes, we're going to go back to part two of baking today. Um, and last week we said that we were going to try some home bakes and yes. put it to the test. So, um, how did you guys get on?
1: Good. I have mm.
2: with me. Oh, hang on. What was that noise,
0: Steve? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the
1: sound of uh, cake disappointment in in <laughs> noise form. Okay. My, so remember, I uh, claimed I was going to make the Taj Mahal in cake form.
0: And you're telling yes. me you didn't?
1: <laughs> I'm... <laughs> yes. I believe in being ambitious. I believe in, in getting on with it and having a good go and doing the jolly best you can. And my cake, uh, it did look like a, a, a very remarkable thing, I have to say. Not remarkable like the Taj Mahal is remarkable, but certainly Pretty certainly remarkable.
2: In the way that one would certainly remark on it. In the way Yes, geez, one would remark so. on it,
1: yeah. They would say, what on earth is that? I... Um, I think I may have made some mistake in the self-raising, not self-raising yeast department because I made right. what can only be described as a uh, um, flat thing. Um, so
2: the full might and majesty of the pancake is what you made. did not help. No.
1: Ah, I see your point there. Um, am I contradicting myself slightly by saying that the wonderful <laughs> Pass It On book makes everybody in, into a wonderful baker except me
2: i think what it probably does is if you're a good baker it turns you into a great baker but ah. we, that we
1: can't yeah. possibly hope for that You've high got bar to have the steam. basis first of all indeed yes uh-huh.
2: mm-hmm. I, I though did uh, bake, and i have in front of me some sort of one of my favorite cakes to bake which is um a chris finn adapted recipe <laughs> from a classic uh, Danish apple cake so in a Danish apple cake you make up a kind of Madeira spongy thing and you put in apple dipped in a mix of cinnamon and sugar but I fancied a change a wee while ago and I discovered that substituting the apple for a mix of uh, plum and raspberries is Amazing. And I don't <laughs> think you two have tasted that. You've tasted the uh-huh. apple cinnamon version of that at work. Oh, have you?
0: Yeah, I've And it's so,
2: one. so nice because mm-hmm. the plum kind of goes a wee bit mushy. Uh, yes. And it's really nice. So to make the note this down, uh, Steve, for your there next uh, cake baking escapade, it's very simple. And it's in old money, even to help you out. Because this is how <laughs> it taught to me with my dad. This is how I remember it: 666 six, six, and 3. So six ounces of butter, six ounces of sugar, six ounces of self-raising flour, and three eggs. Six, 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 and three. Um, And you cream together the butter and the sugar. Then you add the beaten eggs and then you add the flour and then you put half into a tin. You put a layer of chopped uh, Granny Smith or something, uh, cooking apple dipped in sugar and cinnamon on the top of that. Other half the mixture, some more apple on top of that. Bake for about, oh, it depends on your oven, maybe 160, not too, not too fierce. Um, and it is just one of the happiest, happiest
1: things in the world. so easy. Sounds great. Chris, can I ask though, what does the bottom of your cake ever become soggy?
0: What a very personal question to ask.
2: I've never had a soggy bottom, but, but let's, for the sake of what I can only sense is a, a tip <laughs> incoming, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> let's right. have your tip.
1: Hit the button. Crisps up. If the bottom of an apple cake is too soft, slip it onto a warm, dry frying pan for five minutes to firm. Miss M. Brown, 414 Edinburgh Road, Glasgow. Now, Chris, I want you to remember that with your 666, yes. six, six, the number of the cake.
0: 666
1: six, six, six and three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of spoils that, it a little bit, doesn't
0: it? I find that an interesting tip. Um, no, and it do, also do goes along with something that I was... It's not baking related, but it is frying pan related. Um, <laughs> My granny once told me that if you run out of time to defrost meat, if you put it in a frying pan, not not an on frying pan, just a normal frying pan, just sitting strain about, whatever the word is then it will defrost the meat quicker
1: Well, it, being metal it would conduct heat
0: No, conduct but, cold it's not it to, but it's not Yeah, so it's, it's not to be on it's just to I don't know. She said it was some form of chemical reaction. I mean, I literally can't remember. This it was a million years ago, but and it does work. Well, well have, you, have, you, have you tried it? Yeah, I have tried we it. Need a double blind test, though, right? Yeah, so you would need to leave meat just on a plate or something, and meat in a pan, and see. But it does it does work relatively quickly. But it's hard to it's hard to tell, isn't it?
1: Actually, seriously, you know what properly hastens the the defrosting of meat?
0: Make Sprinkling
1: it with vinegar.
0: Oh, God, of course it does. Pickled <laughs> steak, yum.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I just made that up to annoy. And then what, Conny do you able. dip
0: it in some rotten milk and seven eggs?
1: Speaking of milk... <laughs> baking tip. Milk should be used at room temperature to get the best results in baked products, such as cakes, muffins and biscuits. This is particularly important when melted shortening is used. Mrs Marshall, 30 Stafford Street, Glasgow.
0: It's melted, shorted, shortening. shortening. I Sorry, know. Connie? Melting, short, short, shortening.
2: Sh- shortening, as in mum's little baby loves shortening, shortening. Yes, what is that? Is. I actually don't know. Don't, it's a song. I oh, actually don't know what know shortening is, though. Well, Connie didn't know it was a song. No, no I didn't. didn't. See, I, I span effortlessly these two generational <laughs> divides. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what shortening is. Do you know what? I'm going to Google it. What is oh. shortening? shortening
0: how do you short short shortening ah ah
2: see amazing (laughs) what the internet will tell you it is any fat that is a solid at room temperature so that was what was confusing me because i know you can get vegetable Uh shortening uh, but i didn't know i didn't i didn't know if the reason i knew vegetable shortening was because that was distinct from Meaty shortening, oh, um, but apparently it's just a kind of odd. generic term that means any fat solid at room temperature. So she's saying,
0: like, if you were
2: using butter, well, oh, specifically not butter, because does butter remain solid at room temperature, Connie?
0: Um, it's a bit squishier.
1: It does, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like you've got eyes.
0: I found that. I found that very confusing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll try another then. Okay. Scones. If you like your oven scones nice and crisp on the bottom, grease the oven tray well before putting the scones in the oven. But if you like them soft, then sprinkle the oven tray with flour. J Caldwell, 10 Murray Place, St Andrews. Now, I have a slight problem with this. Surely it would be the other way about. If you like your oven scones nice and crisp, grease the oven tray. But that would make them soft. No, because it... No?
0: Well, well, if you put oil in the pan, it kind of gets a bit stuck in...
2: Yeah, they're all crispy. Whereas I guess the flour would kind of stop it from mm, baking to that. It's all be protect a little bit protective.
0: Mm. Deep and crisp and even.
1: Have you ever seen
2: Christmas. a video of the Leidenfrost effect?
0: Pardon? That sounds like some form of Norwegian detective.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that as well. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> no, tell us what it is.
2: Uh, so. Anyone can do this right now. I'm going to send a link to um, right now. Connie and Steve right now. Um, but if you just listening to this, you can uh, do it yourself just by Googling Leidenfrost effect. And it creates an effect where if you put um, boiling water in certain circumstances into a frying pan, it won't um, evaporate. It will just kind of bounce around. I've seen that. Of the hot I have seen that. Happen. So there you go. It's well, a, a you like know
0: It's kind of like a snow globe but without the snow and the globe it can be
2: <laughs> and you can if you if you if you really heat up a frying pan put some water in and sort of skid it into a swirl mm-hmm. the kinetic energy will the, the the temperature energy will um convert and it will make it go round 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 round, round. It'll keep it keeps of going on its own accord it's really cool oh, That is very cool yeah. there is no yeah. answer beat
0: to that fin in
1: I can not beat that. that I I will beat that right away. Hit my button.
0: Never mind that woman that's talking. Listen to this. The water in your glass might be older than the sun. I'm not reading that because it'll freak me out. (laughs) Okay, on (laughs) you go.
1: Contemplating ancient (laughs) water. Okay, here's your button, Steve. (laughs) Pancakes. When turning pancakes on a hot plate, dip the knife in cold water. This prevents them sticking to the knife and does the job quicker. Now, I have seen pancakes being made. (gasps) And I've never thought to dip the spatula in water to no, stop sticking, either. but that's a good shout, don't you think?
0: That's a very I good thing. I am going to try that. Yeah,
2: I can imagine yeah. that working for sure.
0: I like making pancakes.
2: I like eating pancakes. Do you do little, little thin, crisp kind of crepe style or kind of Scotch no. pancakes, mm. drop scones? They call big, them
0: big, great, England. big, fat ones that I can't eat.
1: I yeah, do yeah, like yeah. a great big fat one, smothered mm. in syrup.
2: Oh, but, I'm taking that out of context
1: and using <laughs> that as a clip somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also make ones for the dog because he likes them. But I put little chunks of his breakfast, his biscuits in it because like, he gets like dry food. So I crush them uh-huh. up a little bit and put them in his pancake.
1: <laughs> you make pancakes for your dog?
0: I'm sad. Yeah, he likes them. You can eat uh, dog
2: food and cat food. It has to be certified mm. human um, yep. consumable. I don't so there, there are people whose jobs are to eat... Uh, Taste, test, uh, pet food. Mm. Mm. But, it, nice. but it, it sounds a bit, it sounds a bit uh, vile, but like it, it, by law it has to be um, mm. c- consumable by humans. Human I'm safe.
1: always, always confused with cat food. I own a cat and one of the flavours you, you of cat food is tuna. Now my cat mm. is a decent hunter, but it has no chance on earth of ever catching <laughs> a tuna. Never. So why mm. would it like that? Why don't you get Mouse's head flavoured cat food, because that's what my cat would like. Oh, I've seen really him crunch done. through a mouse's head.
2: That's a nice visual, isn't it? <laughs> no.
1: But you don't get that. They make cat food to be uh to appeal to humans instead of appealing yep. to
2: cats. In fairness, the cats don't buy the cat food, Steve.
1: Unless no, true, the cat is
2: significantly more advanced if than If you I were to look at I your cat and say, Oh,
1: what would you like today? He's gonna to look back and say, I would like to eat a small mm-hmm. bird. And you do not get small bird-flavoured cat food, and that's wrong.
2: Imagine <laughs> bunchy-flavoured cat food. I have the, absolutely... The marketing no. would be challenging.
0: I have no idea what is going on, so we're going to take a quick break just about here because this is not baking-related at all, and Steve needs to have a cold shower with all these thoughts. See you in a minute.
2: Chris here, stepping into Steve's usual little ad slot. Just to say, we're shortly going to be wrapping up this first season of Pass It On after a year of publishing every week. It has been massive amounts of fun for all three of us, and I hope for you too. But our success has, like Steve, been modest. We've extended the discount code for the Pass It On books to 30th of June 2020. You just have to use the word darning at checkout at ThompsonShop.co.uk, And all the episodes will stay up for a good long while so you can catch up with our earlier episodes. You can help us make a case for a second series by buying the books and telling your friends to listen to season one. Book sales and downloads help us prove that our kind, interesting little experiment is loved and wanted. And isn't that all anybody wants? Anyway, back to the show.
1: Welcome back, folks. Um. We're back with another cake-making tip, but I am going to go against the grain again today and say here's a tip that I don't like the sound of. Hit me, Chris. Marzipan. When making marzipan, it is more economical to use ground-mixed nuts, costing only about half the price of ground almond. This is G.D. Haggart, 5 Windhill Place, Glasgow. Now... That would make bad marzipan. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I love marzipan so much. Uh, Me too. Me too. Absolutely.
2: uh, And I don't understand, I don't understand how anybody can not like it because it's one of those food stuff, isn't it, that that people have got strong views about. A lot of people Mm. just eat it. It's like, it's lovely. Absolutely wonderful. But I can imagine that tip being uh, used really uh, well in a kind of, fancy modern way and go oh this is a cashew and walnut marzipan actually it's not normal you know what i mean like you could really like spin it i can just see you
0: seeing it yeah you can spin it as being edgy and hip hip and fly
2: if you ever got a chance to go to um a betty's tea room which is a famous chain of tea rooms in the north of england there's one in Harrogate, I used to go to Harrogate in business sometimes, there's one there um, they do the most spectacular pistachio eclairs with pistachio cream inside and pistachio flavour, colour, everything is one of my favourite things in the world I love hmm. pistachios I just it think of pistachios
0: as being on Cornettos the raspberry ones
2: mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you uh, cultured I am I have <laughs> nothing to add to that <laughs> but press, yes, the I the press, press the button again press
1: the button Cake without peel. For those who don't like the peel in cake, use a large tablespoonful of orange marmalade. This gives the desired flavour without the hard pieces of peel. Mrs. M. Murray, 17 Strathblane Road, Milne Guy. Now, I put it to you guys that cakes weren't as good in the old days if they had <laughs> yes. hard bits of peel in them.
0: I don't really like marmalade and orangey-flavoured things. Do you not? Not really. Ooh, marmalade is a bit, nah, a bit, a bit zingy for me. Yeah, lemon curd, however, get in amongst
2: them Oh yeah, lemon curd, lime curd, all good. Yes. But no, I really like so sort of bitter. I mean, we're in Dundee for goodness' sake, so we should like marmalade. We be, should. Most famous for yep. Keeler's uh, marmalade, um, and I really like. So I would do the opposite. I always go for like the biggest, chunkiest, and um, thick-cut, rounded <laughs> marmalade. Like yeah, I love I that stuff.
0: I don't hate it, but I don't. I don't think mmm toast and marmalade. I think mmm toast and jam.
1: Oh, I'd I'd go for as in marmalade.
0: A, ras- a raspberry seeded jam. That's my utmost. I favorite. do like
1: raspberry jam. Yeah, yeah, much better than. Mm. And salt see, yeah.
2: I I like the idea of the tip. I think it's a smart tip, but I would never use it because I want the I want the peel.
1: <laughs> Right, I have a very Scottish tip next. (laughs) Hit me, Chris. Black bun. When making black bun, place the fruit into a colander and then steam over a pan of boiling water for 10 minutes. The flavour and appearance of the bun is greatly improved. Mrs D Hamilton, 25, Winnie No, North Queensferry. Don't you love the idea of homemade black bun? What is black bun? I am meant to Google it. Have, well, go and Google black heard. bun now. It's a very fruity, dark cake. Very oh, is it like heavy, a fly very cemetery? moist. Not as, uh, no, not, not as quite. Biscuity. No, it's uh, it's more cake-like than that. Mm. But Has black it got bun got a similar a, filling. Yeah, but it does have flour and mm. suet, and so it's like mixed up in the mm. in the cake. That's black a bun like with a big of helping of butter on the top is lovely. Mm. Absolutely
0: lovely. Hmm. Have you ever had
2: Black Bun? Steve, Steve's gone to his happy place, hasn't he? <laughs> no, I don't think I ever have, actually. I only know Black Bun from the Urwali and the Bruins comics when I was a kid. <laughs> and it's, it's been more of a, although, I was going to say it's more of a West Coast thing, but maybe maybe not if, it, if Steve is a, I always has got think of childhood memories uh, of Black
1: Bun. Uh-huh. I always think of it as a Highland sort of thing. Up in the Highlands making uh, Black Bun. Lovely. Lovely, mm-hmm. lovely stuff.
2: A lot of the traditional Scottish desserts, if you want to give it such a fancy name, are stick to your ribs kind of things, key yeah. strength and, yeah. and stamina to get you yeah, through the day.
1: absolutely right, yeah. Filling food like porridge, black bun, clutty dumpling.
0: What's your feelings on Christmas pudding? I can, if I'm in the mood for it, yeah. I'll,
2: I'm okay with it. But it's, it, I don't sort of, you know, as some people do, I don't sort of sit there and go, ah, Christmas is coming. Can't <laughs> wait for the Christmas pudding. I just yeah. have the brandy.
1: Hit me again. This is just for you, Connie, by the way. <laughs> donuts. One oh. teaspoon of vinegar added to the oh, fat in which God. donuts are fried prevents the cakes from absorbing the fat. Mrs. L. Sinclair, 35 Lawn Street, Edinburgh. Once again, Bloody the elixir vinegar. that is vinegar <laughs> raises its head.
0: Right, tell me that again. So basically it stops the fat from sticking to the donut. Is that what you said?
1: No, it stops it's absorbing into the Donut. donut absorbing the fat. I,
2: of- I think it's nonsense, by the way. I'll, I'll, I'll come to why I think it's nonsense in a second. But I'll, I'll let you two, you know, deal, we'll talk this through.
1: We'll arm yeah, I mean, I don't understand
0: that. I'd win.
1: No, I, 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 I can't
2: imagine why that would make all that much difference. Seems like, like a waste of energy. to me. The, 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 there is, um, uh, obviously, you know, vinegar is a chemical. It's an acid. You know, mm-hmm. it, it does things. But I can't imagine what it would do there. But the trick, usually, to not having your anything fried in fat be all soggy and greasy Just to have the fat really hot most people get too scared and they have the the fat too cold um or, you know so hot rather than screaming hot and that's when it gets a bit sort of claggy and nasty but if you just turn mm-hmm. your deep fat fryer up you won't have soggy donuts mm, oh, i soggy didn't know donuts. that
0: I've never made donuts.
2: I have well, I've done it once. You can do there's two different kinds of donuts. There's yeasted donuts and the other kind of donuts whose name I forget. And I forget which one I did, but it was the faffy one. And it was a pain. Was I would like to make bagels.
0: Pain. I like a bagel.
2: Oh, that's even worse. Bagels are horrendous. You've got to like you know, prove the dough. I I I might get this wrong, but you please write in and tell me I've got this wrong. But you've got to prove the dough, you've got to boil it.
0: Oh no, and me. then
2: you've got to bake it. And it's just like, no, 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 no. no I'm no. done with Far that. Far too much like hard work.
0: Yeah, just buy them out of Aldi, Tesco, whatever. I used
2: market. to love it. So, so, so we're all uh, you two are locals to Dundee. I'm not, but I did go to university mm-hmm. here. And when I was a student here, there used to be a Dunkin' Donuts in one of the shopping centres in the city centre, the Wellgate Centre. And I used to love getting a dozen mini cinnamon and sugar donuts from yeah. there, fresh donuts. There's nothing better. And like when the circus comes and you get fresh donuts, oh man, uh, yeah. I'm just. What's a, what's as well as making them?
1: What's that street food that they do in Spain? Um, Churros. Churros. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that.
0: Because I like dark
1: chocolate.
0: Danish. Danish. Is it called Danish donuts? They're like little balls. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Danish donuts. are like little donutty balls, and you can dip them in well sugar syrup, jam, chocolate. So would donut be your favorite
1: cake then. What's your favorite no. cake? No.
0: Well, it depends because if I was, we had, we discussed this last time, last time and I told you I was partial to a pavlova. <laughs> Did you? And I think so. We were discussing flavors, cheesecakes, oh, et cetera, yeah. which I don't know if that really counts because we're talking about more pastry-esque numbers, aren't we? I don't well, know. Well, I'll tell you
1: mine and give you time to think. Mm-hmm. I, I love a lemon meringue pie. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. The sweetness of the uh, meringue and the tartness of the lemon lovely but i i do i do also lean towards the those churros things they're nice too Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. and an iced cinnamon bun they're lovely as well so so that what, what was supposed
2: to be a podcast where we went in and talk about the best cooking and baking tips has <laughs> <and> just <laughs> descended because
1: we're all, all listing delicious yeah. things
0: because we're <laughs> absolute monsters that just eat everything in sight these days in lockdown aren't we well i am i don't know about you guys i'm assuming uh,
1: me too yeah Yep. Yeah. Families Wonderful. have moved in and made settlements on my lower slopes. <laughs> <laughs> One last time, hit, me, hit the button. Pancakes. When going to make pancakes the other day, I found I was rather short of fresh milk. I had a tin of evaporated milk in the house, so I used it. One third water to th- two thirds milk. The pancakes were delicious and the evaporated milk was an improvement mrs borland 2001 dumbarton road glasgow that road. sounds a decent shout does sound a decent shout is evaporated
0: yeah. like uht milk
1: yeah kind of I,
0: yes. I don't Sweet. think i think you i think you
2: can get no so so the answer is no in the sense that uht milk is a different thing that's just milk that's been treated okay. at high temperature um to give it a long shelf life out there oh, I think. Right. you could probably get uht evaporated milk but if I milk, though, no, it's just, as it sounds, it's just milk with some of the uh, water content taken out. So by putting the water content back yeah. in, so it's just I made milk. I'm
1: thinking of carnation milk. They yeah, you all are. Thinking You're off. thinking
2: of condensed milk. Condensed yes. milk,
1: yes. That's and may I, I depend-
2: say, one well, one of the greatest inventions, um, um, innovations in mm. recent times is they've started putting condensed milk in tubes mm. so you and you can just squeeze that stuff right into your mouth like and that primula no squeezy joy. cheese that do that as well
0: exactly
2: <laughs> there's no greater joy than going to opening up the fridge having forgotten so you know that thing where you forget that you've got a carton of squishy cream in the fridge and yes. you go into the fridge to, to you know get your nutritious kale to make for your evening repast. Mm. And you see the squishy cream and you think, oh, I'll just hear a wee squish <laughs> of that while I'm, <laughs> while I'm in here. It's like that. If you say, kale. <laughs> it's like that, but a hundred times better when you yeah. see there's the wee squishy ch- tube carnation milk in there.
0: And my, when my dad was alive, um, we used to have competitions in the house of who could squirt the most cream in their mouth until it could come out their nose and would make them sick. <laughs>
2: The long winter nights. Just See, the, the lockdown should be easy for you, Connie.
0: It is. I just make my own entertainment and making myself sick on squishy cream. What fun!
2: Now look, folks, we've only got two episodes left. After <gasps> this. That oh. makes me so now we sad. know, we know that we're going to do Steve's top five in episode fifty-two. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know what we're going to do in episode 51.
1: Do you know, Steve? We're going to stick with a the cooking theme, but we're going to get away from baking and we're going to, I uh, actually, wait a minute, I would have to tell you, we're going to, things like baking joints or, or Sunday roasts, that joints? sort of stuff. A yeah, joint. That, yeah. but
2: for, <laughs> I don't know why, Connie, but my mind went exactly the same place you did for a minute. It took me a second to process what Steve meant. <laughs> Meat no joints. but
1: we'll have to miss out because my my fourth favorite tip is one about meat so we'll need to miss that out
2: <laughs> so guys you gotta stay subscribed to the pass it on podcast because First in two Steve's episodes time fourth. steve is going to tell you his fourth favorite tip which features meat <laughs> <laughs> And if when, that's you, not gonna keep when you listening, say
1: it like I that it sounds silly <laughs>
0: <laughs> Steve can you give us a little a little sneak peek at what type of meat or is it any meat any I'll tell old you what I'll,
1: I'll...
2: No, don't, don't reveal it for <laughs> me no. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not
1: telling you the, the fourth favourite tip there's no chance you, okay. you will not wheel that out of me I will tell you what sort of uh, tips we're talking about sausages when skinning sausages hold each one for a second or two under a running tap the skin will come off easily and cleanly now it's that sort of tip that we will be talking about next week. that we week. all need for when we're
0: skinning sausages. Good. Yeah, tips that have no relevance to,
1: to anybody's <laughs> everyday life. Good, 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 good. good. So why, <laughs> why
2: change how we've been?
0: Have you ever seen a machine that skins sausages on these cooking programs? It's quite funny. It's like balloon yeah. pumps.
1: Yes, that's what yeah. makes me think of. But they're they're putting the sausage into the uh, skin. The, that tip mm-hmm. was about taking them out De-skinning. the skin. skinning yeah, 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 Which yeah. I suspect was a, an animal product. A sheep's stomach or pig's stomach mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah,
0: the netty stuff. <laughs> what? I don't know what it's called, but, it's, but if you stretch out a pig's stomach, it's like looks like net, as in like a it net does. bag. Like Rab C. Nesbitt's string vest. That's what it looks like. I'm,
1: right, okay. Trust me. You obviously have much more experience of stretched out pig stomachs than me. But it'll be non-baking cooking tips next week.
2: Marvellous. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you say that now. You've not heard any of them yet. Right. Is that it? Have you heard enough? Um, or do you want some more?
0: I don't know.
2: No, Connie, definitely. Put us out of our misery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that is all from us this week. I'm sure you'll be sad to know. Um, join us again next time for not only steve's fourth favorite top tip that was quite hard to say but more genius or possibly madness from the households of scotland in the 1950s and for more nonsense from us here in scotland today take care guys